welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens, Episode 2. This is Steve and Joey, and we're exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable, quirky researchers and experts that evangelize it. Let's go. I love recording Dark Knocks with you, Zach Nor. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Back to normal. Here we go. All right, I'm in now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Joey. And I'm Steve. He's over there on the cord. Uh, yeah, this is uh, episode two of Probing Asian Aliens, titled The Visitors. So, assholes. Yeah, so last time. Uh, we talked about episode one, the evidence, which is right. literally just was an info dump of fucking everything, every main possible yes, weird theory. theory that ancient astronaut theorists have for you know quote unquote proving yeah. that a- that ancient aliens visited Earth, gave At us the idea point, for yeah. technology, or gave us equipment or whatever, yeah. and then went away. Which this one was another hour and a half, or and I honestly didn't make it all the way through, but. Um, <laughs> It felt, it, before, like, but it yeah. felt like another pseudo info. Like, it's a yeah. little more focused, but it's still yeah. just like this first season jump is, between like 50 different fucking right. cultures or this, something. This first season is like only five episodes long. I believe each episode is a big time episode. So, if you stick with us to episode six, which should be the next, the first episode of season two, we're going to be at those, you know, 42 minute episodes that are a little more focused and stuff Pacific, like that. Yeah. But, uh,. But yeah, we love talking about this shit. So, um, but yeah, this is this one's about the visit. Last one was the evidence. So it's like here's all the shit that's around. It's little notes that we're seeing, right? And crap and <laughs> little notes, big pyramids. My yeah. favorite book and album by oing, 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 George oing. Michael. Yeah. Um, but uh, this is all about the beings that have come to us, that right. have come on us, come yeah, for us, with us. Yeah, come for us, and we Inside ask nicely. Inside of us, yes. just <laughs> like the Zeus, right? Who fucks as a fucking <laughs> oh, ox. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, a, and a rapey goose that, like, rapes this chick as yeah. a goose. It's snarling. Yeah, hell yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, this episode uh, starts off with everyone's favorite southwestern alien town, Roswell. Egypt. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get back to Egypt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every fucking episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, but interesting news, just today, or, or just like a couple days ago, they found, they, they did a, this some gnarly scan Mm-hmm. Of the of the Great Pyramid at Giza. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I which saw last that. time we talked about, nobody really knows the 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 purpose Inner of it. There teams, wasn't yeah. tombs or whatever. Um, even though apparently there were, and the show kind of said there weren't. But, <laughs> but uh, they found kind of a giant uh, void of space in the center of the pyramid. They almost said like a vault. Yes. Like there was like stair. Right. I don't know. I saw a picture. I yes. don't know how yeah, yeah. that was. No, it's true. And then what's funny is that. Uh, the latest Assassin's Creed video game is called Assassin's Creed Origins, and it takes place in ancient Egypt. And uh, they're also making Ubisoft, the the developer of that is making like they have such an attention to detail about the area that they like set the game in, like historically and stuff. They're like they're actually making an educational version for schools where you can it's no, not there's no killing and fighting, yeah. but you're walking around inside the pyramids and Alexandria and all these places to like yeah. learn about shit, which is pretty cool. But uh, in the game, they had uh, some French uh, archaeologists had theorized that there was a grand hall in the mm. pyramids that had pillars and stairs. That somehow there was this big open area, and it like 
it facilitated them building it easier or something for like the way that uh, it was built. Like they built around it kind of like thing, they like wouldn't be just be stacking like Lego blocks, like building right, the whole right, thing right. from like whatever. But uh, and now it seems that's kind of coming true, which is pretty interesting. But um, anyway, but yeah, we're starting off in Roswell, New Mexico. So uh, the episode starts off with the 1947 crash. A uh, rancher and his ranch hands, <laughs> See? Uh, yeah, <laughs> were uh, uh, they reported that a spacecraft crashed onto their property, and so the military literally came out and inspected. And the military the next day reported publicly in the newspaper. This is an unidentified flying object. They didn't say it was alien necessarily, yeah. but they said, we don't know what the fuck this is. Right. Literally less than 24 hours later, they stated it was a weather balloon. So they redacted their statement before, and that's where the classic weather balloon joke comes yep, from. Yep. You know? and, and it's like, I, I mean, obviously, I'm sure other people have talked, so I want to talk, but it's like, they're reporting a crash, these ranchers. They've seen right. some shit, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, They've seen they, horses fucking. They've seen they, cows giving birth to mutant babies. Yeah, alien they've children. Seen, they've seen around. themselves stick it into the sheep out yeah. there. <laughs> they've watched their own erect <laughs> fell eye. Yeah, enter a, <laughs> right. uh, a brown eye yeah. of a yeah. cactus. These, the, these are the boy sheep, the goats. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Call them cactus. Um, so, <laughs> um, this is my cum cactus. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> Listen up, baby. Yeah. I got some work to do. I got a sharp orgasm yeah. for you. Here comes needles. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, but like they talk about a goddamn crash. Like, did they find this whatever the fuck it was? And report a crash, or did they hear something? Now, something exploded out there. Stop the clock there. I know where you're going. You're thinking they saw Crash Bandicoot yeah. fly into this ranch. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That is all PlayStation players know that is classic Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. And he opens up boxes yeah. and With shit and runs from. Eyes yeah, and, and he runs from fucking. Those tight little jeans. Rocks shorts. And in his jorts. Yeah. And shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Everyone wants to play a game where you're just running toward the camera the whole fucking time and can't see where you're going. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Third person looking <laughs> right. into the face view. Yep. Classic. Uh, but anyway, sorry, your point was <laughs> ranch did they, hands. <laughs> they, did they report a crash? <laughs> Bandicoot. No. <laughs> did they report this thing like crashing like, oh, God, we just saw this crash? Or they just found a big pile of shit and like, hey, something crashed out here. Right. Did they see yeah. a bunch of metallic wreckage? Or did they see something literally fly from the sky and right, crash right, right. into their yeah, ranch? Or whatever, yeah. Because like know. a weather balloon, like I wouldn't report as a crash. I, right. I mean, maybe I would. In, that's what I'm saying. Like, right. something crashed here. Here's right. a big pile of shit. Right, versus, right. I'm reporting a car. Like, when you find a car accident, you're like, right. oh, there's a crash where it's like, right, right. it's already done. Or yep. you actually watch it and, like, someone just crashed. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. And I believe, I believe the U.S. government since then, I think in the 90s maybe, has officially went back to saying, yeah, it was a craft we didn't know about. Because, like, eventually things become declassified after a certain number of right. decades. Well, and they still black out stuff. From they that can, too, yeah. yeah. So, like, but, uh, but still... So they they said we didn't know what the fuck this was the weather balloon like thing was, was bullshit Russian or something or. right and that and that's the point it could have been any of these things but whatever I mean I I mean it's it's you would think that there would be a lot of other crashed things you know Same what I mean like why why only in 1947 in Roswell New Mexico was there a crash landing I know there have been other UFO crash reports but it's, they've never been publicized or whatever but that all feeds into the well they don't want you to see that stuff and you yeah, know and they right. want to cover it up yeah, and stuff keep it know? safe and. Right. And maybe this is one of the first ones that made it to U.S. soil. Right, exactly. Um, um, 
and that's were, what they were freaking maybe because because a lot of this I'm like why why would the fuck would the government care if we knew about aliens right but maybe it, maybe it is maybe it isn't but it's like oh we don't want people to know that Russians could actually or some foreign right. country could actually exactly get over the land all the way into Arizona or no New Mexico without us knowing right like and that's it's relatively far into it's the one of those things where you've told me this before that there's some you learned it in college or something like conspiracy theories are very hard right. to actually. Uh, verify execute. and be true and execute. Yeah. yeah, that's the perfect word. Because you have to, like, literally hundreds so or many. thousands of people or hundreds of thousands of people are involved in some way and all have to not talk about it ever. Right. You yeah. know, yeah. or under the perfect conditions, which yeah. is like, how many fucking things get leaked all the time of right. much less importance? Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. so it's hard for me to believe that they're keeping this under wraps or something. Right. And of course, I could sit there and go, well, the aliens are intelligent. They make they yeah. make us this not that, say something. This is that I don't lizard know. people argument, right? Where exactly. it's like they're running the government, right? Gorge, and you get, gorge. That's yeah. green blood. <laughs> gorge, that's a tight lizard <laughs> butthole. <laughs> gorge, this feels just like the real thing. <laughs> gorge, your vagina hurts. It's spikier <laughs> than a woman's and a man's. Gorge, uh, I can't get out now. Right. Oh shit, I'm locked in. <laughs> There's some animal that's like that too. I th- oh, uh, cat dicks. Yeah, I was yeah. Say cats. They have the barbs they on the weenus. Ooh, Barb, R.I.P. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Barb died from fucking a cat. Right. Got <laughs> yeah, fucked by a cat. Yeah, it, it latched. Yeah. yeah, and then she bled out. That a catagorgon got yeah. to her. Yeah, <laughs> upside down she was. Mm-hmm. So this is our first appearance of Nick Pope. Now Nick Pope. Yeah, which one's this one? He's kind of a like not in a mean way. He's a snide like. Oh, this is the guy with the goatee and the gross hair. No. Oh no. <laughs> No, that's, you know that's Robert Shock. He's the geologist yeah. that's on all the episodes I, later as well. I just couldn't imagine my notes, this happening. In my notes, I call him, and he will forever be known as Geology Jesus <laughs> after, after this. No, he's he always has like some of the best evidence, because he is a geologist, so he Wait, just this, like says. Okay, yeah. So anyway, but Nick Pope, he's the, biology? he's the British guy that has kind of a almost Middle Eastern look to him, but he has gray hair, and it's short. <laughs> And he has small glasses. Yeah. Not to be confused with Graham Hancock, who's the kind of more stately British man that has the long uh, Richard Dawkins hair, and he talks like that. Yeah. And he was in the episode before. He was yeah. in, the, he was in uh, the evidence. But I love that corn guy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get to Childress yeah. in just a bit. Uh, but yeah, Nick Pope is an interesting guy to have on this show because for literally 21 years, from I think 85 to 2006, he was in... The British Ministry of Defense. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he literally, like, so since he left in 2006, his mission in life has been declassifying documents that he saw classified back there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so he's trying to, like, he's kind of an interesting Bubble. guy. Yeah, yeah, he's he's trying to bring actual classified documents to light. And he's written some books and stuff like that, too. But uh, he's an interesting guy. He He basically, this is his first appearance. He just talks about how... Yes, Roswell was crazy and blah 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 blah. The first, the whole first segment of this was just all these people basically corroborating. Yeah, there was a crash there and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, because no one was alive. I mean, th- right. all these people. It's all none of these people necessarily say right. And whatever research we could probably do to get to where they were at. Right, and so, and and basically in this intro section, everyone else I'm going to talk about. They talk about how millions of sightings of UFOs have happened and stuff like that too. Yeah. So then we get our first appearance of show favorite. George Norrie, who is the radio host oh, yeah. of Coast to Coast yeah. AM or whatever it's called. Yep. And uh, and he's talking like this. He's got a mustache. He's got a blazer on. And he 
he's the kind of guy that I would like to talk to over beers at a party because he's, you know, he's his his show is about the paranormal. But he's he, not the original. Who's it was a uh, who's the original guy on that show? I think it was um, Soupy Sales, yeah, <laughs> or Sloppy Seconds or something. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. <laughs> do your do your voice. No, this is not. This is not the curator of the Joseph Campbell archives, Jonathan Young. This is not him. This, this guy's is a radio George, show, though. This is George Norrie. Okay. I'm doing this radio. <laughs> this fucking thing says now radio. Now, this guy. <laughs> now, he, he has a lot of the, the fallacy of how could this be possible? Like, he always With talks that. about yeah. that. You know, he's saying, I don't believe that this many people could do this or not do. Like, he always right, talks right, about right. that kind of shit, which... I usually appreciate what he has to say, but especially in this early part, the early part of the series is all the big concepts that you can right. you can poke a million holes at. As we get further into it, it's going to be hyper specific shit in yeah. each episode, you know. So, um, but uh, yeah, he he just corroborates. Oh yeah, millions of people have sightings all the time. How mm-hmm. can they be wrong? Kind of thing. Um, then we get Robert Baval. He's an Egyptologist. Yeah. He's in every episode, pretty much of this whole <laughs> series. And uh, you know, he says our our planet has only been around. Four and a half billion years. This is one Snap of my fingers. Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, elaborate on that. <laughs> I need you to elaborate he said, on that. He said, the amount of time humanity has been around. It's like, snap my fingers. It's faster than that if right. it's broken out. It's like, no, we're at least five seconds, maybe <laughs> ten. Okay. I've I seen that, so that line up about broken down <laughs> if it was over the course of a year. Fuck you, asshole. That's it. <laughs> Piece of shit. Wow. Going big uh, on Bob out here. <laughs> oh, he got, uh, <laughs> got him. He got that Xenon Zinger yeah. right there. Uh, <laughs> no, I was just giving shit. Because they, they have that thing where it's like, oh, of like, I can't remember if it's just Earth or the <laughs> the universe as well. Yeah. If it was Big broken difference. out over, <laughs> well, it is. Yeah. Uh, over the course of a year, right. humanity would be in the like final few seconds. seconds. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So. Um, Which I think it's probably the Earth, not the galaxy. Yeah. The universe. But uh, that being said, our solar system is super young for, for compared right. to most of the galactic solar systems out there. So, um, but yeah, he and he's kind of he basically talks about the con the movie Contact or the book Contact theory that it would be an awful waste of space if we were the only fucking intelligent yeah. life out here, which I totally understand and totally get, you know. Um, but uh, we then get our first appearance. Of Sarah Seeger, who is a scientist uh, at MIT. Yeah, this lady. She, she brings a lot of credibility, but she's also not really in the series much after yeah, this. She so. looks pretty fucking wacky. <laughs> <laughs> like, of all these wacky people, right. I mean, she looks like right. a crazy chick. <laughs> Man, Steve yeah. is woke as fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. she looks like a fucking crazy broad <laughs> with a pencil in Marcus, her hand. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's just got that curly, throwed out hair, like, <laughs> You know, classic now, wasn't Crash that, Bandicoot. Well, yeah, that was... That, yeah. So she is Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, she's yeah. Crash Bandicoot. Or from the real. school of Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She went... <laughs> same hairstylist. Uh, <laughs> you know, we all go to... You know, when we go to the school of certain people, we just get their same hairstyle, yeah. not learn anything That's about them or... Learned how to do Their philosophy. <laughs> Were you doing a fucking private parts reference? Yeah, because he goes okay. way down on the yeah. mic. Yeah. Oh, you do me, love. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, she talks about how, and this is always an interesting figure, that there are 
a hundred billion stars. I think her number in the galaxy well, alone, right? I have a discrepancy with. I mean, what we she all know says. there's only ten stars. Yeah, yeah, and I'm right. one of them. <laughs> a uh, superstar. I, I am great. No, she, she makes a fucked statement. That's so stupid. It's like <laughs> coming <Oops>. in hot. <laughs> Steven. Oh, shit. No, she's like a billion solar systems, a billion this, a billion that, a billion that. Okay, that's fine. Gazillions of shit. <laughs> Right, and then she goes, "There are gazillions of shit in the universe." And she's like, "Imagine if each solar system had life. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many billions of right. life forms there is? Like, no, but not every exactly. It's you actually very rare. A, exactly. That I'm like, you just yeah. made a fu- like, even if it was just imagine how many galaxies, or right? Exactly. Yeah. Whatever that have a hundred billion is a big enough number on yeah. its own. Yeah. You know, to get anywhere more than ten, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. More than yeah. one, whatever. Right. It's like there's you're gonna get a shit. Ton. Right. Because because most solar systems have fucking a bunch of gas giants and some lava right. rocks, and that ends up being it. You know. Right. Um, but that being said, scientists have been finding exponentially more exoplanets in the past few years that could ha- be yeah. habitable, for, you know, habitable for life. So, um, but yeah, she's not on much anymore. I think in the future, I'm going to stop anyone that I know as, as watchers of the not series. A staple. Anyone that's not a staple, I'm just going to kind of gloss, know, gloss over. But uh, now, Eric von Daniken is here <laughs> with his broken English, and he says, and he wrote the fucking book. <laughs> right, Jenny is of the gods, and he says. <laughs> I believe. Yeah. We are arrogant. We don't understand. We are not the best evolutionary model of universe and whatever. So he's sitting there saying. He says, in Russia, universe is you. <laughs> right. Even though he is Norwegian <laughs> or whatever. Uh, <laughs> because the the original statement is, you are the universe. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. Yakov Shmirnov would say, yeah. universe is it's you. you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Come on. Yeah. But anyway, Try and keep up, Joe. Right. <laughs> so there's a lot of kind of there's a lot of kind of emotional value statements here. A lot of kind of existential philosophical shit. Um, kind of and Sukalus kind of comes back to this later in the episode, saying like we're not we're not the pinnacle of yeah. evolution. And but I feel like he grounds it sometimes. He's he like, does. Well, you, you know, I just don't think everyone's going to do this or that. And it's like okay, that's good. I I know you know skipping ahead here. I totally agree with what he says, which is I totally understand like scientists and the scientific method is. You've got to have some proof. It's got to be testable, whatever. But at the same time, sometimes your own – that theory could get in the way of even testing new things or right, testing right, right. different things because they go, they go, no, this is the way it is. There can't be any other way because we don't have proof. And it's like, well, maybe we just don't have proof yet. Right. But then you can also fall down the rabbit hole that the show falls down quite a bit of you can't prove that something's not it. Like right, you can't right. prove a negative, you know. Yeah, I would say, yeah, you don't want to go around – Saying what if, what if, because then right. it's not backed up. But right. if you can, that I mean, that's the beauty part of science is don't don't go running around just saying that because what if, right? Go out and prove it exactly. Yeah. So like, yeah, we can you can get stopped by science, but science is also open to right. You unstop, you know, like exactly. Saying, okay, they did go out and here's the research. Just don't go running around saying right. We prove we haven't proved it. No, so don't right. go around running saying it. Then right, yes. and I'm sure that there are. A bunch of dickhead extremist scientists that aren't the norm that are just like, nope, that's the way it is. And most scientists oh, yeah. are like, oh, well, where's the evidence? And they're just neutral right, about right, it. Right. But that's what this whole fucking show is about, which is we haven't proved X, Y, or Z yet, like how this happened. Yeah. So we're filling in the blank that it could be aliens, which right. sometimes is a and – and I made a note of this later. But they say the word – Childress says the word credible 
later, and I don't think he knows what credible means. <laughs> what he says is a logic like is actually what a logical like leap is, and that's fine. To make a logical leap, you could argue this is happening because of this. That's fine. But to say it's credible means it's verifiable yeah, yeah. and that it's like you can right. see it. It's or more of just like here's an idea. Right. Like, what are the different stages of science? It's like a theory or hypothesis, right. theory. Hypothesis, like experimentation, and then theorem or something like yeah, that. And yeah. yeah, so I don't know. We probably yeah. fucked that up. <laughs> but, Whatever. But yeah, but yeah, the stage of the yeah. scientific method, right. basically. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. I mean, it, it's a, it's a bunch of other guys after after uh, Von Daniken talking about how big space is and all that stuff. So they're, they're kind of like – it's interesting because I don't want to say the show is like manipulative, but they are telling the story of like – you do, and you do. You have to think about how fucking huge space is. Yeah. And it would be, as the guy in contact says, an awful waste of space if there was nobody else fucking in it. So. Right. Especially, I do always remember that we are one of the younger galaxies. And yeah. so, what if there are galaxies that are literally twice as old as us? You know, right. They had billions of years more to evolve or whatever. Different forms of life, perhaps. I don't know. But, now, you know. here's a question. Now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now. <laughs> Who's to say it's a waste of space? Mm-hmm. It's only a waste of space if there's someone else to judge that the space is being wasted. True. So we could just be a one-off entity. We could. Fall in a munch. Of, and maybe fall there is. A, you, you, when you fall in a munch, you get the crunch. <laughs> fall in okay? a munch crunch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cat knows best. <laughs> and that crunch berry is sweet, sweet, tasty. <laughs> Go out and buy some General Mills yeah. craft. Yeah. This uh, podcast sponsored by General Mills Cereals yeah. Incorporated. <laughs> and the captain himself. Yeah. No, but I'm just opposite of like whatever it's like yeah. we're saying it's a waste because we know what a waste of space is right if the galaxy let's say there is no god or right. whatever yeah i'm fine with that um <laughs> then it is like how did this all come here right who's to say it's a waste of space yeah maybe we are just some like super rare anomaly right um and that the rocks and the galaxies are doing yeah. their thing and maybe we're the only creatures now right and maybe a billion years in the future there will be another planet right of new creatures that yeah. then will go around I'm, I'm just saying it's like that's a devil's advocate argument right, which is right. fine like and, and because yeah you i mean the and argument I think there probably are aliens out right. there but and I'm so do i like, yeah like like the the argument for and against everything in this show is it's against sometimes because they make arguments saying things that are only thought of through a human lens right right <laughs> But then they'll also argue against that because they'll say, m you know, mainstream scientists and archaeologists are only thinking of this through their human lens. And it's like, well, but you are too, right, you know. Right. So, uh, but anyway, um, so then we go into the moon landing and they they pull out the big guns yeah. here. Buzz B fucking Baz, Aldrin. Buzz. Yeah, B-Jazz Buzz. He says nonsense and they <laughs> cut that fucking sentence. I made a note. <laughs> <laughs> this this guy, this American hero, he says a bunch of nonsense, and then he creepily leans in and looks at the camera <laughs> just to say, "We're certainly part of a magnificent race." <laughs> and, I was, and they cut away after that. And I'm like, "Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Yeah, did he just <laughs> say he easy. loves being white, <laughs> right? And he's of course saying he's talking about the the, the gravity, uh, yeah. no pun intended, about how much power it takes just to get to the moon, right. let alone another star. You know, right. so in, yeah, in this in this interview, he's not talking about like actual aliens. He's talking about us as being aliens. Yes, exactly. And he doesn't, and he almost well, makes a later. counterpoint to aliens of right. like, look how hard it was just to get to this right. fucking moon. Right? How much do you think it takes to get? He never says, yes. "I believe in aliens," or right. 
like a star says, is literally he, he literally says nothing. Right, a star is literally hundreds of thousands times farther than the moon. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, there's a in this episode, there's a lot of almost disproving their own points sometimes of yeah. what they're saying, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, so then then we go back to a place after this. There's no segment break here; it just goes right to it. Uh, yeah, to, which they do a lot. I got kind of confused yeah. at some points. The, they the were, later episodes that are the, the you know the 45 minutes or less, whatever. Every segment's kind of a different area or maybe two areas, and it's mm-hmm. like whatever. But, again, this is a little more open, and it's a little bigger. Yeah. Um, but we go to Nazca in Peru, and this is where a fucking billion times in this series they will go back to what they call the Nazca lines, mm-hmm. which are these big, uh, almost like crop circle-ish style designs of like birds or a lizard or whatever that can only be seen from the sky. The sky. Yeah. Uh, kind of. And so, device to get up into the school, right? Like, are these some kind of signs <laughs> to <laughs> aliens flying through and telling us this is where lizards live? <laughs> <laughs> retarded airports. <laughs> this is our retarded airport. <laughs> you know, these aliens are so advanced that the retarded ones are the ones that yeah. sent out for interstellar yeah. travel. Yeah. And said, hey, go f- hang out with the Earthlings yeah. over there. You need to make an airport because you're yeah. fucking <laughs> yeah. flying around. Like hey, uh, why don't you go teach those Earthlings how to fucking draw salamanders, yeah. all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of these things yeah. are primitive type things. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, they can just take a rock and hit the weed away and it looks like a salamander. <laughs> yeah. That's why their heads are all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 What if we were, <laughs> what have we were learning from retarded aliens the whole fucking yeah. time? These are uh, mongoloid <laughs> style. Right. right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the whole, the, the brunt, brunt, the crux of (laughs) this whole segment. Yeah. The grunion of this segment is we got elongated skulls, baby out here in, in the Nazca Peru section, which is fucking insane. And they're talking about the Kawachi area of Peru. (laughs) Yeah. My Kawachi is really inflamed right now. Kind of, mine's kind of wet and moist. Um, but, uh, but they found these skulls in the 20, early 20th century, um, we get the expert opinion of David Hashard Childress, my personal fave. These are bizarre looking. These people look like aliens. And this is one of those times where I'm like, how the fuck do you know what aliens look like? <laughs> yeah, again, it's like, these are what ghosts are. It's like, right. well, yeah, but you don't okay. know what a goddamn real ghost looks like. Right. Like, like, yes, I guess if ghosts look like normal people or people say they look like orbs of light or whatever the fuck yeah. they are. Like, you don't know. Like, I get it. If he's saying they look like the greys, which is what we get to later, yeah. I guess. But... He he's never reported being abducted or anything either. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know, but uh, this is what HR Geiger right. was basing his drones. Right, on. but the, these are one of those things where it's like a lot of people get sucked in by like emotionally like emotionally charged statements, and it makes you want to go, yeah, they do. Yeah, like it yeah, makes you yeah. want to like be Absolutely, in the, yeah. like that moment with them. Yeah, you whatever, just don't you know? question it. You're like, oh right. god, yeah. And then yeah. he does. Oh know. wow, like, that's yeah. crazy. They do. And it's like, well, do we yeah, know what aliens we, look yeah. like? Like yeah, we've never back a little bit. Other than Alien Autopsy, hosted by the guy, uh, you know, Riker, number two from Star Trek: Next Generation, yeah. on a Fox special back in the '90s, or the video you could buy from the infomercial, right? That exactly. Where you could see undeleted uh, scenes or whatever yeah. the fuck. From you could get that and then see undeleted tits. Undeleted. You said you could see undeleted scenes. So undeleted bikini tops with girls gone wild. You could see the scientists jerking off on an alien corpse. Um, (laughs) 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 (la
So then after this, we get our first appearance of the aforementioned Geology Jesus. I made that up. Uh, Robert Schock, Ph.D. Who's the guy who's the Bible uh, Ph.D.? Oh, he's the Bible bro. That's who I talked yeah, to. We'll okay, get to him okay, a little okay, bit. Okay, okay, okay. Just um, triple checking. He's like time. in the first, I want to say, couple seasons, but then he kind of like falls off after a while. Um, and what's funny is that he is a biblical archaeologist, and yet he's the most skeptical of everyone. <laughs> you know, yeah, so but, it's kind of interesting, like that he. But he shouldn't want to believe in aliens, right? If he's a Bible guy, or that's the thing. I with guess religious studies and Bible shit. Like, I can't tell if they're studying it to pick it apart, or right. if they're studying it because they're into and, it. And that's the thing. There, there's some guys that do, and some guys that don't. Yeah. Some guys do it because they're skeptics. Some guys do it because they want to prove something. Right. You know. Right. So, um, but uh, but anyway. You know, he's the, you know, Robert Chuck is the, the soft-spoken, a little <laughs> creepy guy, but he seems nice. You know, he, and he's on the show to this day, yeah. to 2017, and um, he talks about skull elongation not being that uncommon in the world at that time. And uh, and he mentions um, the Mambito people from Africa <laughs> and their cranial binding, where they, they put hair and rope wraps around the head to bind their baby's fucking heads. Beautiful. Like, right. Beautiful. You almost sound like Richard Chrissy there. Hey. Uh, bindies. Bindies. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna wrap this uh, rope hair around some their head. pumpkin beer and wrap their heads. Yeah. Pour uh, it into my butt. <laughs> uh, Childress comes on simply to confirm that elongation yeah. happens, you know. <laughs> But oh, he, he talks about his own elongation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so now, but like, I wrap a kind of wire around right. my flaccid penis <laughs> to stretch it out and elongate yeah. it. I have some kind of battle of the bulge and some kind of rotting <laughs> cock head <laughs> because it necroses <laughs> if you <laughs> uh, restrict the blood flow for too long. <laughs> it pulls up and right. then uh, well, postular things will happen and start to ooze out like a cum, but it's not cum. It's, it's rotting <laughs> flesh. Yeah. Um, it has a smell to it. <laughs> God. I'm picturing him holding up like a little glass box with his half a dick, half a dickhead that rotted yeah, off yeah. in there. This is my greatest feat. Right. <laughs> Sir, that looks like a penis, not your, not feet. your foot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Sorry. Yeah. I got a head of the game. Right. <laughs> um, what game, sir? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah. Some uh, kind of, you know. <laughs> some kind of murder. Game. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> people will go through. But he kind of brings it up like, could this be like a class based thing or whatever? Like,. There's kind of these elements of... Like right. Well, I mean, that's like foot binding, right? It's like, right. I can buy my feet because I don't have to work <laughs> in a field. I can buy my feet, too. <laughs> yeah. I just go to the prosthetic I store. Buy, I buy my feet at Target. <laughs> you want some milk and cookies? <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's like the root of foot binding is I don't have to work in a field, so I'm right. rich enough rich that enough. I yes. can be true. Know, that's all true. fucked up. So then we get old Souk, Souk Nasty on here, Sukaloos, coming on. And he, says, and he says, they did this to mimic the gods. And I'm like, at this point in the episode, I'm like, okay, how the Could, fuck do they know what yeah. the gods look like? You have to make the assumption they've seen physical gods. But yeah. that is literally the crux of ancient astronaut theory is that yeah. physical gods, as you know, extraterrestrial gods right. came down and presented themselves to these people. Right. It's like, is this, are they running it off of a super history that like right. their ancestors in, in, right. like, you know, engaged with or is it? 
like now because it still happens now. Right. Or is it just part of their culture? I may, I make a note of that later because watching the series again, it's interesting because they both it's one of those things where they shoot themselves in the foot or prove their argument depending on which right. one they want to do at the time, which isn't really great science. Yeah, so right. like they literally sometimes they'll say this was happening all over the world at the same time. Yeah. And you're like except that when you when the, then the next segment goes in the details explaining that it talks about this country doing it two thousand years ago, this one doing it five hundred years ago, and this one doing it eight thousand years ago. That is a very long time in between yeah, all of those. That's, so that's my, yeah. they say this explosion is happening or whatever, and I'm like, no, it's thousands or even hundreds of years apart. Yeah. You know, like that, that's that's what I want to because it's like this whole episode they go from culture to culture, and I'm like, they're not doing any kind of timetable. Mm-mm. Like, oh, this culture did right. this, this culture. It's like, yeah, but like as we moved out as people from either Asia or Africa, right? and things happen, evolve, and you move into, you know, and they keep saying it's like, oh, we've been in America even longer than we thought. Like, right. at what point are they doing this? Right. Because maybe it was part of their culture they brought with them, <laughs> right. and it just stuck. <laughs> the and, timetable is very murky yeah. throughout the series. Right. You know? And it's, you know... Believe me, it's a lot of it's a lot of math to keep track of. But if you're presenting a theory as fact, you have to be able to prove that kind of shit, you know. So, um, but anyway, you know, uh, they did. He said they did it to mimic the gods, but this kind of justifies that they'd only expose their kids to this if the gods were real physical beings. Like that's what Sukalu says, and I'm like, yeah. no, because people were superstitious as fuck yeah. back. Look at then. what all these fucking Christians do and right. all these other religions today. Right. Any religion, especially when people couldn't read, which is a fair a relatively right. recent thing, the past two hundred years, people were literate, maybe one hundred years. Yeah. You, the majority of people were literate. Like and so when you aren't literate and you can't read things for yourself, even your own religious text your priests become the high become scholars yeah. of your community. So whatever the priest says, you're going to believe because you live in the fucking wilderness and you have a hut yeah. and you have or you have a fucking shitty wood house in the 1600s in Salem, Massachusetts or something and there's bears and shit outside. Like you're going to believe whatever the fuck people say, right. you know. And so because you're desperate to survive. And so that that whole thing is like where Stuglo's like, I don't believe they do this. And I'm like, the world was a much more also violent place back then, too. And yeah. then you kind of get the guy, uh, Robert Cargill is the, the Bible bro, the archaeologist bro that comes on. And, he's, and he says, cultures use, use their bodies for artistic reasons all, all throughout time. Primitive cultures especially use tattoos, binding, piercings, yeah. all that kind of shit. So it's not that different you know and it's kind of it's interesting because these early seasons or this early season they actually have some of the people they interview call out you know ancient astronaut theorists think this and they want to jump to this conclusion but i think it's actually this like later on they don't get quite as fair and balanced with stuff that you they tend to only really get guys that want to prove the thing right which you know it's it's great i love the show it's it's entertaining but it, i i would appreciate later if they would like get skeptics on the show too but they tend to get skeptics that have been converted Turn, in a yeah. sense you know uh right just threw up the quote signs because it's like they get guys or they mention guys that are like see he was a huge skeptic and he turned it's like well right. why don't you have a real conversation or something too yeah, you know yeah. so I, w- I would fucking love to see like ancient aliens colon i would oh, love yeah. to see ancient <laughs> aliens colons okay yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no i would old love to rotted away tight oh, yeah. holes that just mummified as fuck yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of horse dick trauma in yeah. here. That's weird, right? <laughs> yeah. It looks pretty Not new. Not really. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
No. I, I mean, think that's fine. you know, horses and humans can be compatible sexually sometimes. Yeah, but Why did I hire you as a research uh, assistant? This is yeah. fucking stupid. Hey, yeah, I met you on Craigslist <laughs> after you <laughs> <we> fucked. <laughs> but, but, uh, uh, <laughs> I would love to see ancient aliens colon debates or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like mass debates, you know, yeah. where they're literally talking with, you know, rationally minded people and, uh, you know, because the, the, a, the I'll say AAT, Ancient Astronaut Theorist guys, they are rational to a degree. Like their their logic to them is solid, you know. And and like I said, like I said in the first episode, there's some shit that I I can't say I agree with, but I do love the question because it hasn't been answered yet. Right. Science, I hope someday will answer those things, but they haven't been answered yet. You know, I'm not willing to just fill it in with whatever people want to say because yeah, there's yeah. no answer yet. But anyway, um. After this, we go into describing the Greys. You know, the yeah. Grey aliens, they're classic. I the hate, the, I had a family of the Greys. They moved next to me. A bunch of fucking dickheads. Right, yeah. Yeah, just weird little pop ba- pat baileys. Uh, <laughs> always wore sunglasses. Yeah, I know. It was fucking weird. used to melt my mind and yeah. make me fucking yeah. make ram my, my head. Into, open up. Yeah, yeah. Ram my head right into that concrete corner. Yeah. Until I passed out yeah. with my butt in the air magically. Right. They can make you prolapse with a wink of the eye. Yeah. I was like, hey, Grays, can you mind not parking in my spot, please, on the street? Prolapse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I got a pink sleeve. I was sleeve. just trying to add, I, <laughs> add some guests yeah. coming over. Hey, guys, I'm going to have a party later. Just if it gets too loud, let me know. Yeah. Boom. Prolapse. prolapse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I got into it. Now right. I was just like, oh, I yeah. would just find reasons to go talk oh, yeah. to them. And yeah. Just get there was no issues going. at all. You just wanted to yeah. fucking get them to yeah. wink at you. Yeah, that was the only way I could. Yeah. Think. Yeah, like, because then my prostate would get exposed a little bit. And I discovered. There you go. That's Bingo. when I'm jamming it back in. Here come, here Be- come. People are like, hey, you're sticking fingers in your ass. I'm like, no, I'm just fixing my prolapsed right. anus. And it was a nice excuse to finger my own butt and jerk off. What a, what a fascinating evolutionary advantage to. Be able to wink your eye and make other beings prolapse their yeah, rectum. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, they travel <laughs> you know? bazillions of miles. But you think about it. Hey, you think about it. Let's put it in like Victorian hey, war terms. It. Yeah. Let's fucking think about it. Put our hands in our pants. Let's Kevin Spacey ourselves. Yeah. We're going to think about this. We're going to go to like 17, 1800s like British warfare. Yeah. You all stand up in a line on either side of a hill. Mm-hmm. One side mm-hmm. has the power to wink and prolapse yeah. at rectums. Dude, you go, oh, oh, right, gents. Yeah. Fire, charge. Yeah. And then they just go, Bink. Yeah. And the general. Everyone's, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's anus fucking blows out of their fucking trousers. Yeah. The general just yells, not till you see the brown of their <laughs> eye. <laughs> <laughs> not until you see the pink on the thigh, boys. <laughs> ah! let's, let's make these monkeys grow tails, gents. <laughs> and, uh,. <laughs> You those fuckers wouldn't be able to fight at that point. They'd be freaking the fuck out of their yeah. prolapsed anus tails. Yeah. It, they'd probably get some sort of bloody chafe because those pants <laughs> were a thick wool they oh, wore back yeah. then. No room oh, for man. that shit. No. Oof. No. That Ugh. water's dripping. And that sensitive inside organ skin. That's what I'm saying. Just rubbing on that. Anyway. Forget about right. it, huh? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so <laughs> anyway, Childress comes on. Talks about how skull deformation is a global phenomena, and this is just what we were talking about. Yeah. He says, "Why would they all do this? They'd have to learn this or be taught this." And that's where I like, I'm like, but you're not giving primitive people enough intellectual credit. 
Right. Intellectual slash psychological, emotional, like, spiritual credit where it's like, when you have literally nothing to do. Yeah, you have a drive. Right. You have nothing to do all day but get some food, make sure you're not, like, sick or infected. Once that's checked off, you have, like, 19 hours to do anything with the resources you have around you. Yeah, imagine if you didn't have bills to pay. You didn't have, like... Exactly. A TV to watch. Right. A if phone you're, to if check. your job was to be the medicine man of your little tribe of like a hundred people, high. if you're right. just some dickhead who has to go right. shoot some deer or something, yeah, exactly. You're out there to go spear some some fucking rabbits or whatever, and that's it. Of course, you're gonna like use every part of that rabbit. What a fascinating thing to like kill an animal and look at its inside and see all the things right. you could use. Like I don't know, but we're very far away from that in our modern society, and that's where these statements like this. You can't apply modern, very comfortable psychology to primitive people that lived 25, 35 years on the out, on the outset. Right. Your medicine man might be like 40, and that's an old man back then. Yeah. And you can't say, like, why would they do this? And it's like, well, because they might have been in the same three-mile plot of land for 400 years because that's where their yeah. tribe, like, evolved. What the fuck else are you going to do? I don't know. Right, like, right. I'm trying to give them more – I sound like a dick, but I'm trying to give them more credit to be like they're making the most out of everything. Yeah. And the human mind needs to do shit. When you're bored right. – those those people were bored in certain times too. You're going to make art. You're going to figure out, oh, this beetle blood makes like a red dye that I can yeah. draw with or something. You know, So why not bind certain things? And then you combine that with the intense religious superstition back then of finding – you know, you're you're asleep at night in the fucking plains of wherever, you're hearing sometimes horrific animal noises all fucking night. You got it. You want to believe that something is out there saying, hey, this is okay. This is just the order of things. Like, whatever. You know what well, I mean? Yeah. Like, when, when you're dying at 20, 30, right. death is very common. Right. You know, kids Life are barely, short. Yeah, people yeah. are dying during birth. People, right. babies are born. Like, the, the cycle is so fast that right. you have to, then pro- and as a cognizant aware person, right, you have to then hopefully go, oh, this is fucked, and then it turns right. into, well, there's probably something better later. Exactly, yeah. and then that's your way of like, right, well, they're dead, right. I just saw like 20 people die this year, right, but they're all in a better place because right. I believe that, yeah, because yeah. Of and whatever. you have, and most and most cultures had a purely before writing was invented, in I think the earliest writing we have is cuneiform script from the Sumerians like 12,000 years ago. Um, before that was invented, everything was purely verbal. Right. So, the worst. The last ten. The ever. last ten shamans, they didn't fucking know. Oh yeah, Steve back 120 years ago, he's the guy that started this. He found a rock that had some symbols, and he said those are from the gods. Like you know, like yeah, nobody. Yeah. You don't have the origins of anything. You right, just right. are. You just yeah. exist. You know. So, um, it's in. That's one of those things where it's like we always have to remember that when talking about primitive. Quote, quote unquote primitive peoples, you know. So, um, anyway, we move on to the next segment, which is Akhenaten, which I'm fascinated by. My fiance lo- grew up loved learning about Akhenaten because, like, it's a really interesting part in Egyptian history. Right. Uh, it's basically by the time I like this is like the tenth time I've like seen a documentary or something about Akhenaten or whatever, and it's like. The more I read about her or see about it, the more he just seems like like happened a lot in in a lot of cultures everywhere. There was a kind of 
religious revolution, mm-hmm. and he can't. He can't. Somebody said, "Fuck all the status quo." I've seen this vision or had a dream, right? Because dreams could even seem like magic back then. I had a dream that there's only one God instead of all these other gods that we are worshiping here. We got to change everything. We got to like, and he's like, I don't like. I think he was like, I don't like the way that the gods are basically portrayed like superheroes in all of our art and things mm-hmm. like that. Why don't we just draw ourselves like we are? You have no fucking clue how this guy who lived thousands of years ago, born into this dynasty, and was just a fucking weirdo. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he he was eccentric, Probably inbred and shit, right? And yeah. Eccentric and the king, and just said, "Fuck all this. I want to make a name for myself or whatever." Or he might have been just a little kooky and said, "This is yeah. what I think." You know, in a world where everyone around you will go, "Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. That's right. That's what you think." You know, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, but what's what's interesting about Akhenaten, he was um, born, I think he was like the 10th pharaoh of, yeah, the 10th pharaoh of the 18th dynasty of Egypt. So he is the only Egyptian pharaoh portrayed with kind of an elongated body, a more kind of human body, like a little artistic license, but so did the other pharaohs before him mm-hmm. and after him. Uh, he had like kind of just a thin body, kind of a pot belly, like a paunch, which you'd think a rich guy would probably have back yeah, in the day. Yeah. So, had go ahead. no keep going i have had, a question though had kind of like had had features of a face of northern africa <laughs> and not drunk because a lot of pharaohs a lot of the the art from egypt that we know they seem kind of almost eurocentric in a way i know they mm-hmm. weren't they were drawn back then but they like had almost a weird like Land. uniform style of what a human looks like you know well um, and they interact i mean how far back were they interacting with like the romans and the greeks right and, like, exactly that yeah kind of stuff and yeah, yeah. who's teaching who how to sculpt and right. do what and right. show what i think do. early on but that's that that's the thing even if they had zero interaction of course when you're spending the time and blood sweat and tears to carving something into a rock <laughs> You're going to make sure this fucking looks like how you want it to look like or how the king who is paying for all your tools and shit to do that. You know but what I mean? But it's like, yeah, where did the where did the iconic structure come from then? Yeah, I don't right? know. Like, like, we're all humans and whatever and yeah. we you know, live in Southern California and it's right. like, oh, this chick is hot. This guy <laughs> looks good. Yeah. But <laughs> it's because we're looking at someone who's either sculpted their body or, right. or airbrush or whatever. Like, where did they come up with, like, this perfect Well, look? now you're asking the same questions that AAT guys ask, which is, how could this just have come from nothing? No, 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 no. no. I'm, just, I'm just saying if they were interacting with each other. But uh, it, it is it was more of just a random question than right. not trying to prove. Right. But I, I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to go deep. So this guy's not hot, right? He's, like, the most real and fucked up looking. Right. And they said people went back after he left yes. and fucked with shit. How do we not know that someone didn't go around and there was an order put in place and any statue of this asshole or drawing, go fucking make it all distorted looking? Right. Exactly. Like, because they don't really oh, bring I that up. Like, right. you know, like, he fashioned these. It's like, well, right. all these people came after him and hated him. So right. why, maybe they just went and deformed. Maybe the victors were painting the history. Exactly. Right. Yeah. right. Which True. I don't think they really bring up in this, but it's like right. that's all I'm thinking is like, well, if he was so hated and yeah, whatever, yeah. and they changed history, right. maybe they just drew him and sculpted him yeah. as a fucked up weirdo. Well, and and also you could you could argue that why would they waste their time? But we're thinking of somebody thousands of years later. Why would they waste their time with that? Yeah. Again, 
if there was some religious revolutionary yeah. that the status quo then was like, fuck this guy, we got to overthrow him. It took him like 10, he ruled for 10 years, I guess, mm-hmm. which you can get a lot done, I guess, in 10 years. But um, to to your point, the the ones that came after him would be like, fuck this guy. And even, and even like understanding that let's let's make these things just to deface them too they mm-hmm. could, that could have happened you know what i mean right so. well some of the defacing i feel like could have just been where but i think it could have been mocking like right like oh yeah go make a sculpture of that or go carve right. that guy yeah but go make him look like an idiot yeah i yeah i don't know like i mean we're talking about thousands of years of egyptian history but right. f- fuck dude like we don't know what it was like day to day back right, then. Right, you know right. what I mean? Like when when there literally was no, not even a middle class. There was only the highest high class, the people they took care of, and then slaves and poor people. Like that's right. pretty much it. You know. So, um, and everyone was obsessed with pleasing the rulers of their country. Right. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. anyway, it's a it's a different mindset. But but yeah. But Akhenaten again was is interesting guy. He was said to have been the the husband of Nefertiti, um, who was a real person. Their children and Nefertiti were all drawn as kind of little rooster chicken people with elongated right. necks and faces and whatever. Um, they kind of imply like a weird incest. Like what if she was part of the same genetic well, line I mean, as him? That's like a classic royal thing, right? Pharaohs it's were just... incestuous too. Um, but uh, it's like, yeah, like they could have been like that's why the, the – yeah, what's his name? The Bible bro that comes on. He's like they might have just had a genetic disorder and yeah, and it's he, expressed – but he was Extreme. born into the royal dynasty, and like he he was, again, and think about it too. Think about people that aren't, that are freaks or aren't as attractive as others. They're going to be eccentric people, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so that also could explain why he was like, no, I don't think any of this is fucking real. I want to do this. Like he had right, to. Right. What if he had to overcompensate for being a freak or a, a geek or a nerd or mm-hmm. whatever? You know. Um, but it is a fascinating time in Egyptian history where it's like. Literally, he's the only fucking one to somehow draw himself and whatever in not the right. ideal. Right, you know? right, right. Because you know those other fucking pharaohs didn't look like their pictures, you know? Because otherwise they look like clones yeah. of each other, yeah. you know? So, um, but if they're the same. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we get um, Geology Jesus, Robert uh, Shock, I'm going to say, because it's C H <laughs> or S Cock. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, oh, good old S Cock. Right. Yeah. But they really go into how uh, the ancients had a much greater understanding of the stars, which no duh. Because, again, right. there's no TV. There's no distractions. No pollution. Right. Huh? It behooves uh. you to look to the sky and figure things out. And this is how calendars are yeah. made and yeah. all that fun stuff, too. Um, well, and that's how survival is. If you can dictate when the light's going to change, when right. the weather's going to change, right. that will then How much determine. would that fucking help you in yeah. your, li- yeah. your day-to-day life, exactly. you know? Finding order in the chaos of the world. Yeah. Um, so, Sukalos and Childress both ask the same question. Is Akhenaten an extraterrestrial hybrid? He says that, yes, uh, Aten came down from the sky, and he was born from Aten, who is the sun god that is the only god you're allowed to worship now, and da-da-da-da-da. How many... But that's... The, the funny thing about this is... I didn't even write this as a note. The funny thing about this is they act... Even in this episode, they say... All the pharaohs thought they were born of gods. Right. Then they say, this guy's weird because he said he was born of this god. And right. I'm like, it's the same fucking shit as all the other ones do. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So I'm just like, again, it's an interesting interesting period in Egyptian history 
And they even found his his body, which mm-hmm. I guess they confirmed it was his body, uh, in the Valley of the Kings in 1907. And yeah, he had an elongated skull. But you look at the actual skull, Not that and long. it's mildly bigger. Like, it's yeah, mildly yeah, a little yeah. bigger. He might have looked like a weirdo. And then, of yeah. course, you take artistic interpretation and all that shit. And, you know. So then we move on to the next segment, which is... The Dogon people, and they're going to come up a lot in the series too. Is this the people from Africa with the really tall hats? Yes, they are saying this is where it gets so fucking murky. They say, "Oh, reports say that they might be the uh, Akhenaten's followers that got driven out of Egypt yeah. thousands of years earlier." I'm like, "Well, how the fuck do you do you not know, or do you know?" Yeah, yeah. But yeah, then yeah. they go on to say how much that the Dogon people—it's a purely spoken tradition. So you're like. Okay, like they might have just heard about stuff or whatever. They also don't mention, and it's not in this. They are so far removed from ancient Egypt that their language is different. Like they literally don't call anything the same. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The similarities of their god and god's story is kind of like, oh, he he just has an elongated skull too. But even in the episode, they say that they have really long heads. But it's like their arms and stuff because they're embracing right. the universe all and all this one. stuff yeah. too, you know. So this is kind of a shaky thing. The only interesting part yeah. about the people is that they found a star. Yes, Sirius B, which is not visible to the naked eye and hasn't been till the 1970s with really powerful telescopes. And they fucking made like literally made like a tool that has the orbit of Sirius B and C around Sirius A, which Sirius A you can see, but not the other two. So how the fuck Who's would they know? Who's on first? Right. <laughs> Sirius Black. Yeah. Uh, C, you can see. Right. So it's like, that's one of those things where it's like all the other shit, whatever. Those could be any people. They also, they're a couple thousand miles away because they're in like lower Africa. Mm-hmm. But again, within 20 years, somebody could have migrated to from Egypt to lower Africa too. Right, right. But anyway... It doesn't prove any real connection other than some religious symbolism when this show itself goes into how similar a lot of religious symbolism around the world and yeah, at different times cultures. is the fucking same. Right, so, right, right. Uh, anyway, it's like – I'm like, okay, that's fine. It is fascinating. I wish I knew like how they knew how those stars were there. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. That's really interesting. And um, how do we know they're talking about that star specifically? I can't right. remember. Right. Well, because they say that the god came from, and they point to a star, and they say that there's another star next to it and another one or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. and mathematically it perfectly like lines up to the constellation, but they shouldn't have been able to see that constellation. Right, right, right. So um, unless there's some weird fluke of science that maybe they could have at the time, I don't know. But Or, or, or again, this is, well, they didn't do whatever, right? Right. Do we know it? perfectly lines up are we making some of those fun assumptions right. that it's right. like well they just kind of saw other shit around it right and meant that and right. they made this tool but we're sculpting it to then True. align with also you have to think about when you look at when you're out in the middle of nowhere and you look at the night sky yeah there's there are everywhere. a billion stars next to each other yeah. so that's what i'm saying like maybe know. they their right. little tool is calling out other things that we then go, oh, they're associating it with this, and maybe it's just right a coincidence that kind of yeah they can align it. All. Yeah, exactly. I mean, kudos to them for building like a metal tool that somehow works. I don't know, you know. But that's the thing too. Like, this is where I wish the show would like take an astronomer 
and say, yeah. oh, yeah, look at this thing. Like, it works yeah, or whatever. Proportions but it's whatever. more just that it's another, you know, AAT guy, ancient astronaut theorist guy that is saying this. Yeah, pulling know? in so, some sort of info from right. somewhere. They also had – I didn't put them – I didn't write them down, but they got this German guy named Feebag. <laughs> he, come, he comes on many times in this episode, and he talks about the dog on people. And I'm Does like – Does he have the big plane behind him? Yes. That big propeller? Very yeah, bald, yeah, yeah. very thin, tall German yeah. man. He's really never in it much after this or er, at all after this. But uh, he just kind of corroborates, oh, they made this tool that is amazing. And yeah, yeah. And, you know, so um, we then move to the American Southwest, the best country. Thunderbirds, maze, Thunderbirds, Pueblo. Um, sorry, didn't mean yeah. to offend you. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Pivoting um, from it, but back to it. Yeah. Um, the Zuni Indian tribe. They are from the American Southwest, kind of New Mexico region. Yeah, not a Plains people, but more right. of a Navajo based. Like Canyon Rock people. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, <laughs> you say Navajo based? <laughs> yeah. Do you know that for a fact? I don't. They say Navajo in this or no? No. <laughs> Maybe I No, they. Navajo don't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's Navajo Indian. N- Navajo. I don't know. Yeah, no. Uh, do you hear that? Where uh, <laughs> I think it was Gilbert Godfrey was on Howard and was talking about his. Uh, he tried out for something. I don't know if it was SNL or something. And um, who's the fucking asshole we were just doing an impression of? Uh, Woody. Harrelson? Oh, Woody no. Allen. Yeah. Woody Allen. <laughs> and, like, Gilbert Garvey's doing the thing, and then <laughs> Woody Allen goes, is, is he a Navajo Indian? <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> Anyways, so, okay, yeah. Okay, great. Told Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, the yeah, we is have the Zuni. Navajo Indian? Right. <laughs> we have the Zuni here. Ward. Very... Very secretive people. Yeah. They have not been revealing their religion basically for thousands of years. They, they're about a 2,000-year-old tribe. It's a pretty old tribe. Mm-hmm. To think of people in America 2,000 years ago is pretty gnarly. Um, but uh, they're very hardcore into referring to their gods as people that traveled from stars in some sort of craft or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, which, you know... I'm always interested by that because it's like that's pretty interesting that they like. But at the same time, when you think of ancient people, the only way that they could travel not on foot was in vehicles like a boat or like a sled that you were pulling someone on or with wheels or something like that. So or a bird, you know, oh, what if we yeah. were in a bird mobile because we can't fly. But if we right, could like right. ride on a bird, maybe we could right. do that. how many drawings uh, in Europe are there of guys? Making winged right. suits to right. then fly and exactly in the later Renaissance right, and yeah right. early Victorian yeah exactly so um, it's interesting it's also not that interesting in the sense that like a lot of primitive tribes talked about sky gods and whatever but we have to remember this isn't 2017 the show was out in 2010 or 2009 mm-hmm. this was the second episode they're assuming people don't know this shit you know right, so right, right. Um, but yeah it's it's. They have a couple experts on there that are looking at the petroglyphs in the Zuni lands, the Zuni canyons and stuff. And uh, Childress even comes out and goes, you know, he – I wrote that he sets up – that the Childress sets up the AAT guys' own argumentative escape route. He literally says, 
sometimes petroglyphs are just doodlings and yeah. <laughs> sometimes and sometimes they're super accurate oh. and it's like yeah. okay well how the fuck do you know which is accurate and which is which and the answer is not yeah, to be a dick no. but whichever proves your point and that that's not the scientific method you know that's kind of having a level of faith in the in in what you want to prove so you know they're like oh look at this the sky gods they have like a big giant dome around them or something and i'm like okay you know but you have to remember people that lived in grass with rocks right they just learned how to draw things yeah so think of the imagination you can go on fucking deviantart.com right now and look at the imagine like you can look at a show any show that exists look at 10,000 pieces of fan art and 4,000 of those are the main character drawn in 4,000 different ways. Right, right. Sometimes they have in a giant four. chest. Sometimes they have a huge penis. Sometimes right. they have giant calves. Sometimes at, they're an animal version of yeah. themselves. Like, you just don't fucking know. And sometimes they get produced. Because look at shithole fuck Rob Liefeld. Right. Fucking exactly. worst goddamn artist right. of all time. Exactly, yeah. Claims so have a he, dragon guy and all no, that stuff. Well, claims he yeah. started Deadpool. He was like part oh, yeah, of yeah, it, yeah. but not. Right. He, he claims a lot harder than I think yeah. he really is. But he's known for drawing, like, being the Weird biggest pile of fucking yeah, shit yeah. from the 90s. Right. And, like, yeah, if you just Google Rob Liefeld, Captain America, and then people yeah. did, like, goof skeletons. Like, yeah, yeah. His proportions are so fucking right. off. It's super terrible. weird. And he's, and like, yet, a pro artist. Right. Super popular, like, whatever. It's all stylization, right? Yeah. It's all because it's just art. Why would it be any different? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, even if you said it was sacred and only certain people could draw on these walls or something. Right. Who the fuck are they? Like, this is yeah, where I sound like a dick. Who determines who's sacred right. and what? Yeah. Because the standard is all people that live in a canyon with grass and whatever. And I hate sounding like what a lot of times the guys on the show sound like, which is like, oh, they're too primitive to know anything. But I'm trying to give them credit. But also, like, you can't – they can't understand Grand they don't know what they don't know. That's right, all there is right, to it. Right. Like you don't, if you don't know that something's possible, how the fuck can you know something's possible? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you have to be basically just hit over the head with it or see something. Right. You know you, what I mean? You either figure it out or you just believe right. something. Which even right. th- to this day, there's people who don't believe in fucking science. Right. They, exactly. They're just these like religious pieces of shit that. Right. Well, no. And it's like, well, no. Step back. Look at. Well, that's a whole other argument. Of, right. Like, look at your world and where you're at and how you're getting there. Exactly. But yeah, um, yeah there's still people who just. Fake news, fake science, like right. that don't grasp these concepts. So to be right. a primitive, like, or to be in this culture and like, I'm drawing this, I'm doing that, like, right. unless you can like figure it out, it's totally acceptable. Be like, no, right. I just think this, and, exactly. You know, yeah, that's and, how it, it works. and these, you know, the then they have like the the cucina are who the coochies, yeah, right? are or who cochino, which what? can mean dirty, like ooh, stepping so cochino. Oh, yeah. my culo is brown. <laughs> Um, yes. you know, the poopies. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. but yeah, like the, the kids will play with like Kuchina, which are the gods, like their dolls and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And they say that like, oh, the gods look like astronauts in space suits. And right. I'm like, these red squares, you guys, like you, th- you can look at any symbolism from any culture and make the argument. Oh, our eyes are two round things. They drew it as one square line. Right. Oh, that's of course a modern visor. And I'm like, again, the, the, the. How advanced these aliens, quote-unquote, are is all over the place. 
we'll get to it in this episode, yeah. but there's also the theory that they're not aliens, they're us from the future, uh, time traveling back. Right. Uh, to fulfill our own destiny or something like that. Yeah. But again, like everything, just like they're arguing that the Zuni or primitive people are seeing things through their own little lens, so are they. Everything right, right. is a reflection of themselves. It's mm-hmm. their, it's the not ego like they're narcissistic, but it's it's the Freudian ego getting in the way of. Well, of course, this is how I understand what humanoids are, and right, things right. like that. You know. Um, so anyway, we'll move away from the Zunis now. But it's like there's nothing convincing there. It's it's yet another just another culture that has some weird stuff. Right. And which in the first episode we saw that Indian cult, you know, India yeah. from Indians from India yeah, yeah. had. Far more modern, the compelling Vama culture, like the, the Vimana and all that stuff. <laughs> that's, that's the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> what I the say? The Vimana, but like I say, mana machines. Yes, but like because it's the Vimana flying Got machines it. are the the Indian ones. But uh, but yeah, like so. Anyway, you know, then we go into the next segment, which is gods, you know, aliens as gods in mainstream religion. So they went into like the kind of niche. Oh, these are some like Indians right. from the Pueblo uh, area of the Southwest. Now we're saying, oh. Welcome to China, 3000 BC, motherfuckers. So you have the myth of Wong D. Yeah, my D, Wong. <laughs> he wants the D. Uh, he came from space, outer space, from a star in the belly of a dragon. Right. In 3000 BC, that's pretty old. That's Egyptian times and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he saw that the the Chinese were impoverished and fucked up and whatever. They had a rich landscape but didn't know how to figure it out and use it. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. He came down in the belly of a dragon with fire and whatever uh, and became the first Chinese emperor forever. Right. So, um, and so they're saying, oh, the Chinese emperors are divine in the sense they're aliens and da-da-da. Yeah. And, of course, then Sukalos goes on to be like, oh, see, dragons – you know, are these fire-breathing creatures that uh, have fire and, and gas and things coming out of them. So, of course, they just misinterpreted them. But my big thing was that dragons never fucking existed. And and the guys on the show constantly... Prove it. Right. The guys <laughs> on the show constantly talk about how they were using just real analogies from their own life um, to talk about, to, to equate to things that they were seeing. Right. And I'm like, so if they said this was a snake, I would be, okay, Like I would believe it more. But because they call it a fucking dragon, they're using a made-up creature to justify a spaceship. So it's like they're disproving their own point again, where it's like if you just said a snake or a dolphin or something mm-hmm. like that, I'd be like, okay, they saw this thing in the ocean or right. on the ground, and that's what they see. But I don't understand why. Like, There's this weird thing where I guess people watching the show are like, Oh yeah, dragons, right? I know yeah. I know what a dragon is. It's yeah, like they're real. No, they're not real. <laughs> like yeah. there's no fire breathing creature on this fucking planet. Right, 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 right. So why would you equate and say that well they've seen this fire breathing creature, so that's yeah. what they saw on the sky. I'm what like, it was. Okay. So anyway, it's you that's know That's where dragons came from. Right, right. So that's the whole that's pretty much that whole section and how we poke holes in it. Dragons are pretty sweet though. They are. Like, they're they super existed, rad. Yeah. Yeah. Like What's your favorite? Chinese dragon, European oh, dragon. I'm a European dragon guy all the way. Yeah. Smaug style dragon. Yeah, yeah. I like that they're a little hoardy for me. Right. Like they're always obsessed with like, you know, treasure and shit. Yeah. Chinese dragons, more snake like. Yeah. Doing a lot of whipping. Usually back more and friendly, forth. I guess, too. Yeah. 
And they got the smoke always coming out of their nose. Yeah, it's really yeah. fun. You like the mustache going yeah, on there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel your like aunt, I would be more friendly. Well, you also... A you grandma have, character. Yeah. yeah. Your aunt also used to a smoke. A grandma character, not my aunt. <laughs> Fine. A grandma character in your life <laughs> used to smoke, blow not uh, smoke out of her nostrils, and you say, oh, do the dragon. Yeah, yeah. Right. Maybe that's where my love of... And she would wear, like, these moo-moos that were, like, Chinese-based. Oh, yeah. Uh, like have some dragons, so maybe that's where yeah. it came from. Yeah, uh, but and yeah, I think th- I think they, w- <laughs> I think they're a fun, kind of different. Look. Oh, they're a fun creature. Right? Yeah, they're yeah. so much fun. So <laughs> sweet. Yeah. but yeah, I think I like the look of the Asian dragon a little more right. than the Euro. Well, just I like mean, the females love- that you're into too. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'd rather not bring that up because right. that's more of a fetish and people look down <laughs> upon that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think dragons in general. Pretty cool, right? <laughs> and that's a hot take by Steve. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take a controversial dragons stance Dragons are cool. <laughs> here and say dragons are sweet. Right. I don't think yeah. any show on HBO has ever thought of that before no. either. No, I think <laughs> we nope. could do it. Yeah. Nope. Um, then we go to Iraq, former Iraq, Babylonian. More like in Iraq. Oh huh? yeah, Iraq, Iraq, Iran. So far away. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about Babylonia. The Sumerians, okay? Ooh, little Ghostbusters little, reference little here. Yes, exactly. Um, we will hear about the the race of beings from Sumeria a lot in this series. The Anunnaki. Okay? They are the god that came down in flying vehicles, very similar to the Indian uh, descriptions of the Vimana yeah, and the gods These Griffin-style characters would right. be pretty sweet, too. Yes. Um, they are always depicted as... What they on the show call spacemen, or they have wings, and I'm like, okay, well, which one is it? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. I was thinking that too. I was like, right. If they're hovering around, then why do they need wings? Right. Like if they're space, like right. they're not using fucking wing right. exactly. technology. But of course, then the the idea is that of course they're misinterpreting. They can only use real animals or real things to but interpret. But if they're it. looking at them, can't they just draw what they're fucking seeing? That's the point. Right. It's like you know, it's it's. It's such a simple point, but it's a valid one. Right. They don't need when you're drawing something, you don't need to make metaphors. You can just draw it. Yeah. Again, they didn't have photographs or anything, but you could have drawn in the fucking sand real quick yeah, when you were seeing saw, something. Yeah. Or when you see something as insane as a man or a woman flying down from space, you could probably remember that. That's probably burned into yeah. your fucking memory like they crazy. Look unique. Right. Yeah. When I draw you nude, I don't draw an earthworm right. for your penis. Right. I use the full girthy right. head that it is. Yeah. You draw that yeah. baseball bat. You know, yeah. it's slung over my shoulder. Yeah. That thick stick. Right. It's ready dick. to go. There's always yeah. a drop of blood coming out the urethra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but that's Pump the thing. Dump. They say that though they have wristbands and helmets. There was jewelry and crowns and all sorts of shit back then. So to call the wristband that they they draw their gods in as like a watch. Which is what they say on the show. I'm like, yeah, the, come on, yeah, guys. Like, on the watch. I was like, no, this is right. bullshit. They didn't have clocks like that back then. Yeah. You know, but of course they're saying they're not from back then or whatever. Yeah. I'm so. using my modern technology. Right. To, like, why would an alien have a fucking watch? Right. Like, wh- how does that transcend the exactly. universe to put a, a circular dial right. on your wrist so you right. could tell the time? Because now that our technology is so advanced, watches are becoming a thing of the past right. outside of the apple watch you think you think of somebody doing a what do they call that when they draw like a, cr- a criminal like from a um yeah, like just a sketch, a sketch artist. artist or whatever yeah. 
they the person that is describing them doesn't go he was evil like a hawk yeah so can you draw hawk wings on his ears like a big devil it's and like horns. no it says i think he looked like this from what i remember he looked like this and whatever yeah. people back then and and how much are we even on the show trying to get physical evidence for what people were seeing or what's doing right, or whatever right. we don't need to draw in insane metaphors and right. whatever it's like if somebody was drawing something back then again a stick in a dirt you know yes paint was expensive like all that kind of stuff but a stick in the dirt was enough to like capture something real quick then you could draw off that or whatever right but it's like they if there was a flying fucking saucer they wouldn't draw it as a fucking bird or a right. dragon that didn't exist right they would draw a shape of what they saw it's anyway we're going on this point a billion times yeah. but anyway um then we get into a little horny part of the show where Childress is real horny. And you, <laughs> he kind of almost breaks his own character. I got and he's hard. like, Yeah, he's like, he's like, we're talking about the Greek and Roman gods and they have human attributes. Oh, and yeah. they, uh, and he kind of pauses like, want to have sex and children yeah. with as many yeah. humans as they yeah, can. Yeah, when I heard that, I'm like, they want to have sex with children? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and with as many humans as they can and create a quote better race Ugh. and that's where i'm like Don't say that oh boy <laughs> like come on dave like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know but uh, pure right race. which i mean to be fair to him i guess you could argue that of course the gods want to spread their own whatever See. you know because that's how genetics work we can just go right. fuck whatever and then make <laughs> right. something else out of it right like you know um but uh but yeah we also get um the first appearance of michael cremo Cremo, who, while he's not in the series much more, as I was researching this episode, he's a pretty controversial <laughs> figure, I guess, um, in in the world of that. But he kind of like falls off after the show starts off, so it is, it's not really worth talking about. But he he just kind of corroborates and whatever, you know. Um, so then we also go into this is about mainstream religions too, so. Uh, Goliath is the biggest example in like the, the Christian, you know, Jewish Bible, um, that he's a giant, right? There's races of giants and the new Testament doesn't go much into it, but the old Testament and especially the, the expunged parts, the apocryphal parts talk about just like the Greek and Roman gods, angels came down and fucked humans right. and created demigods and things like that, which were races of giants. So, um, that kind of went on too. They just kind of downplay it a little bit, you know, um, they also then go into the Old Testament saying, uh, let us make man in our image. So using plural pronouns mm -hmm. to talk about, you know, where, where most most Christian, you know, uh, theologists would say they're just talking about the Holy Trinity, which has never been a clear thing, even to even to the most hardcore yeah, Catholics. Yeah, what the fuck is a Holy Trinity? Even, I even mean, if, I know it's the right. three butter bullshit. Right. Even the more, yeah. most hardcore Catholics have trouble going like. Why, you know, if Jesus is this and then he's the son, but he's also the same as his own father, God, you know, it's God, the son and the Holy Spirit. Right. So it's like and then the Holy Spirit is God's what? representation on earth or some whatever, you know, so it's Doesn't not very clear to do some shit or something. Well, Mary. Mother Mary is worshiped because she's the mother of everything. If she's the mother of God and all that, right. but it's God in human form and all right, that stuff. Right. So anyway, it gets a little murky there, but. They're trying to go in, you know, Sukalos and them are trying to go into like, oh, see, like it wasn't one God. Even Christianity is a polytheistic thing where multiple people like they're taking one sentence out of a billion sentence book 
and it's the oldest translation of the Bible, which, you know, like, I'm a big nerd. I fucking study old, like, Renaissance and medieval fight books and fight manuals and stuff. Their grammar context changes constantly depending on the translation. And that was during the Renaissance when people could write and shit, you know. So for something that was written a thousand fifteen hundred years before that if not more and writing wasn't a thing (laughs) you know like i mean just translating russian to english today is there are multiple versions of a book whether it's describing a sentence actually literally writing it or trying to find words that are the same like right people and even even christian theologians theologians will tell you that the original Greek translation of the Bible is very different from the King James Version, which is what most people yeah, read now. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so then they kind of go into uh, the creation myth, where it's very similar between, which is a common theme on the show, um, the creation myth is very similar in most religions. There's a flood, there's a this, there's a that, there's a whatever. Um, and so, but that's the thing, like, just because, so like Bill Burns comes back, he's the Leahy kind of guy comes in (laughs) and he says quote like the more you try to refute ancient astronaut theory the more you end up against a brick wall and i'm like but proving the app the proving the absence of evidence isn't a brick wall like the evidence just isn't there yet it's not a brick wall because i know you're an old dude and you want to like die understanding everything about existence but it's just not ready yet. Like right, you right, have right. to sometimes you that bread accept, isn't finished yeah. yeah, cooking in the oven and you gotta eat dough. That's a weird analogy. But <laughs> but uh, You know how we yeah. all just, you know, need to get on the road. <laughs> right. Hey, bread's not done. I'm just eating <laughs> right. this dough, bro. That classic situation where you'd yeah. wake up for school and your mom said, Hey fucker, bread's not done, but you gotta go eat the dough. Yeah. Eat the dough. <laughs> and here's your Ziploc bag of dough. hot dough. Yeah. And by doughs are big wet. Oh yeah. Back to incest. Yeah. Back to that mother's son. You're going to have stuff. to eat this dough because the yeast hasn't risen mm, all the way yet. you got to cause that infection as my son. Yeah. <laughs> he is risen. The oh. yeast is risen. Oh. Yeast is risen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, to another point, maybe the bread's ready when you get home from school, right. i.e. when you're dead. Right. Exactly. You know. You're just um, never going to see that bread bake, right. bro. Yeah. And sometimes... That's the thing, too. Like, everyone is so obs- – and I get it. Everyone's so obsessed with answering everything about existence now. Because everyone – we're yeah. all still superstitious native. Or, you know, well, you know we all mean? know like, we're going to die, and it's like right. once you're dead, you're not going to know shit. Right. You know, and, and you're and, probably not going to end up anywhere and, else and, and you're scared. Say, let's, say, let's say the opposite is true. When you're dead, you, you really, do you yeah. really think that your understanding as a living person is going to explain what happens after that because or help or anything. there is absolutely zero evidence. You know what I mean? So it's, it's yeah, you're, you're whatever state you're in, that's what you're in. Yeah. You know? yeah. So yeah, it's your knowledge is not going to affect right. anything. We can go the Dan Aykroyd route and say, Oh, I'm not religious, but science says we're made up of electromagnetic energy. Right. We must get tra- and energy can't be destroyed or created. Yeah. So we must transfer to some other form. Well, those we go to another dimension or whatever. That's what ghosts are. And yeah. things like well, that. the native Americans you know. do say dimensional planes. Yes, exactly. Right? Like, oh, maybe the Zuni, the Zuni literally yeah. say that their gods are around us all the time. They just exist on a different frequency. Right. You right, know, right. you wonder if they use that term, as a modern now, term, or exactly. if that's what they said yeah, too, yeah, which yeah. is interesting, you know. But um, so then it goes into you know spacesuits and tech that was all depicted in statues and whatever. It's a continuation yeah. of the last segment. 
Um, but then we get to my favorite part of the episode. They introduce the term panspermia. <laughs> and uh, that's the theory that life began in one central spot in the universe and spread out. So that sperm spread. Yeah. You, you shot it in that pan. The heat was on. It, it just all collates to the yeah. edge of that pan. It's like panning for gold. You just got to keep jerking and right. sifting. Yeah. Until you get to that, and you nice fry up that cum. spot. Yeah, <laughs> that cum turns brown. You eat it down. <laughs> yeah, it's worth about five thousand dollars an ounce. Right, that's eggs, baby. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's eggs, baby. <laughs> like fertile eggs, or like eggs we're eating, or oh, what yeah. is it? I don't. Eggs you just said, oh, a, you had a multiple eggs thing. Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> been inside this dirt. Yeah. Um. Mars was. <laughs> Was warm and wet 3.6 billion years ago. Oh yeah, and how wet was it? The whole p- <laughs> oh, how wet it was. Oh, that face on Mars. That's an O face, baby. That oh, face is coming dude, forever. So oh yeah. Um, um so wait. How <laughs> how old do you think Mars was when it got wet? That's a 3.6 year billion year boner, baby. Billion? Yes. I thought you said million. I was going to say it didn't sound that long. 3.6 billions agree. <laughs> Brilliant. There we go. It's yeah. nice and deep. There, there's the sweet spot. Oh. Tell well, me about that million mm. billion. Now, we, we're we talking about primordial soup here, okay? Can't sludge. That's, that's coalescing in my prehistoric balls. <laughs> 3.4 billion. Six. And it was <laughs> 3.6 billion years ago. Yeah. Dripping wet. Dripping wet. With life. We got Mars cows up there. We got Mars people up there. We got Mars boob jobs up there. No, I don't know. Apparently. But you, when you think Ooh. about a billion years, one billion years could be enough for a society to rise and completely turn to dust and never know what it was. Like, you know, so that's a lot of what if shit. But anyway, they're trying to prove with Mars, the panspermia thing, that we found microbes on a meteorite. From, we actually found microbe poop on a meteorite. Poop. From, <laughs> he called the from shit. Called poop. the shit poop. Uh, from Mars 3.6 billion years ago. Um, But then they go into this whole thing of, was life sent there by accident or on purpose? And it's like, okay, like the dude, and it is is an interesting time because in the mid-1900s, the dudes that unravel the human genome, the DNA, they're the ones that put forth that theory that, Mm -hmm. oh, we found that DNA, at least in humanity or animals, has a co- has commonalities. Right, right. That right. means that these are the lowest building blocks of life, so that must be everywhere in the universe. Polypeptides, you know? bro. Right. Amino acids. Right. Building blocks of life. Right. Um, and so, anyway, um, then the question starts getting asked: What if we're the descendants from other planets? Like, what if we're the aliens? Like, that's that's how the seventh segment starts on the show. Um, and it's and this is where I start to get into. This is a lot of people, and even if this is true, whatever. But this is people going, man. What if we were even more special than we thought? Right, right. And it's just like it's it kind of reeks of the, come on, guys. Like you know, even if life, whether life was created by intelligent design, whether life came out of a primordial soup or a combination of both, mm-hmm. whether aliens seeded it, we still came from like amino acids in a right. soup coming together and whatever you know so like does it does that make us more or less special like life is life you know right. even like late like louis ck's latest thing is like life is not 
an important thing. Like it happened and whatever, you know? And so, which it's like, of course, as we're alive, it's extremely important because we're alive and that's, and life is for each person and life is, life is defined by what you do when you're alive and spreading new life. Of course, life wouldn't be life if we weren't fucking charged with spreading life around and stuff. We'd just be dead and we wouldn't have evolved. But anyway, they're, they're trying to say like, this is where the ego comes in kind of thing where it's like, you know, all aliens are depicted as humanoids with bilateral symmetry, you know, so two arms, two legs and whatever. And I'm like, okay, but when you have dreams and night terrors, of course you picture even monsters have bilateral symmetry, the right. most evil things that you can think of because they're kind of like you. Because it's what you know. Right. And, uh, you know, so it's like, and bilateral symmetry has a lot of evolutionary value. It gives you balance. It gives you speed it gives you a head to observe things while the rest of your right. body does other stuff like whatever but what that's, about bugs that's all well and good right that's all well and good but does that mean that that is common As across the, the fucking yeah. universe like i don't know like right. imagine if those billions of right. uh, solar systems right. had fucking people right later right. later in this series they talk about how what if there was gaseous forms of life yeah. that we don't even know about yeah not carbon based right they're just like a cloud, but somehow it's alive. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and we just can't understand it. So, anyway, they then try to go into how the human genome has one gene that is unique to human, the HAR1 gene, that must – it plays a critical role in, the de- role in development of the human brain. And I'm like – and they're like, but where did it come from? And I'm like, well, we are different than everything yeah, else. It evolved. <laughs> right. Our race figured it out. You know, like, and so, because one of the many billions of mutations that happened over millions of years was, they maybe the mutation was, you can use things around the world as tools. Like, and that might have been it, you know. That was a fluke or whatever, you never know. But it's like, this is where it gets a little... A little gray. Right, where it's it's just like, oh, we couldn't have just jumped. And, And that's the thing. You can talk to almost any evolutionary biologist today, and they'll say, there wasn't a jump... It's because we can only think of things in like single years <laughs> as living right, humans. Right, right. A ju- yeah, sure. It's like let's say ten million years we were like this, we were like this, and then the next five thousand years we had a jump. Sure, that's a jump, but that's five thousand years. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's all the, you know? <laughs> the selection and all that. Stuff. Yeah, it's and it's all relative, you know. So, and again, there's no timeline to this. They sit here and ask. I feel like we're being harder on this episode, like today. Yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. I but mean, it's, it's just one that. It's, it's but it's because it's yeah. because the first episode is stuff that exists on yeah, the like earth. Weird clues and this and right. that, and like. But they're they're making a lot of assumptions yes. about genetics and yes. and just how humans work. There's more jumps in this. Where episode. it's like you can't make that assumption all the way, right? <laughs> you know, so yeah. you know, it's it's a great thing to believe, but. It's that again. It's 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 again shooting itself in the foot because you have like Sukalos later going, "We're not that special." But then this whole segment is about how what if we're the you most special? Can, yeah. What if we're chosen by other another race to be special? You know, and so it 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 kind of is eating itself. You know. So anyway, um, they also then talk about how you only need five percent of genetic material in a strand of DNA to clone a human, which is true. So the under ninety five percent is what. Scientists call genetic junk. I don't, that's what Sukalos says. I don't yeah. know if that's true. Um, but then, of course, they go into, wow, what's in that 95%? It could be alien DNA. And it's like, 
yeah, it could be peanut butter and jelly. I don't know. Yeah. You know, like it's just a orangutan I've been fucking. Right. Um, because DNA does have a lot of leftover stuff well, in and, it. But that's not the. I don't know if I agree with that because I think for cloning, it's the sperm and the egg coming together because you never clone at the age you are. Right. So you need the, what is it, 26? Five, yeah. Or 25 chromosomes. Mm-hmm. So you need a Y. Well, there's 25 uh, genomes in the in the DNA strands or whatever. Genes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's 25 or 26. There's something right. weird. Yeah. But like, so basically when you clone, you take half, you take one. Right half mm-hmm. and then mash it into another egg right and then you just or you just pull the same so it's right, like right cloning a female is this way or you take a dude take his x and y's right and then throw it into a fucking egg and watch it go like right take you need a himself. lot of it like i don't yeah, know about yeah. this five percent of cloning. right it's they're acting as if cloning is like yes cloning an adult you grown you in take a, tube. a cell and and clone right. that like you and the cell has that. all the dna in it <laughs> you which, know? which it has the dna but it doesn't have the ability to produce any part of the body just right. the way the triggers work exactly i yeah. think uh and I, I i'm just saying like when they clone those goats and stuff it's like right they're they're fertilizing an empty egg with the goat's stuff exactly right yeah. so it's like right so you think so, you need all of it but i don't know I don't, yeah. but i think what they're saying is that that all or of that, it that all of it quote unquote has a lot of not waste but stuff we don't understand I, yet and that's where i'm thinking maybe the junk is right is the what bulk makes, of us right but the five percent is what makes us each unique right or something? it's like the it's like the software versus the the hardware or the parts. There's like that five percent maybe or is like even the, the upgrade of the base software. Right, exactly. So yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, here's the second expansion. Here's the third expansion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all World War or it's all Warcraft right. three. Yeah, yeah. But I have this extension and you have that. Upgrade. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Know, I don't know. Yeah. So and then now we get Graham, Graham Hancock coming in, the old British guy, Getting Graham Hammy here, and he he then negates. What they said in the first episode. The first episode, Sukalos is saying, that's that's what's funny too, is they have all these experts and they're talking, they're all saying different things, but all. And never in the same room. They're right. always in right. a totally different place right. getting interviewed. Like, why aren't they all hanging sets and everything? Yes. Yeah, how why aren't they work? all on a panel with each other? Yeah. And there's never been like a. Because, like, with Gold Rush Alaska and all those fucking yeah. shows, like. No, they that's all, no glory! <laughs> <laughs> um. They all come together at the end of a season and talk right. about shit. Like, yeah. there's not that in this, right? It's all these dickheads individually. Yeah. Like, right. just getting interviewed. Like, have they. I, I know that on various cruises and events, they meet and <laughs> hang out. Yeah. But, like, why not on the show? Like, right, why aren't right, we having right. a discussion about yeah, this? Yeah, how's there not, like, a panel? Right. Or it's th- very curated. Three, yeah. You know, uh, you can say any, any documentary is curated to you, though. But, um, but anyway, Hancock is saying. The best place to store your legacy is in DNA. But the episode before, the oh, the best place to store your legacy is in stone. You know, so it's like, right, right, right. which one is it? You know what I mean? Like, so, and it's kind of that sleight of hand thing where it's like, don't think about this part anymore. Just think about this, you know, and, and yeah. they're not trying to do that consciously. You know, they're just trying to gather all the evidence they yeah, have. Yeah, just or, fucks everything or, up. Or want yeah. to have, you know, so... Um, anyway, then we get the second to last segment here is the interstellar, the, 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 uh, 
fuck the what the fuck's the Batman? Uh, Christopher Nolan's Interstellar, his you know spoilers for Interstellar, FYI, uh, the philosophy that it's not aliens necessarily, it's us from the future that evolved so much that we could go back in time or or manipulate time to talk to ourselves in the past and and influence ourselves in the past. Right. And so then we get Nick Pope again, the guy from the the former British Ministry of Defense guy. Um, he introduces this whole thing, like, what if it's, what if it's just a, an evolved version of us? And it's like, okay, but Is how the like fuck do we know we're evolving? Sleep? Well, and hasn't uh, Richard Dreyfus? No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, Hawkins, what's his Christopher Stephen, Stephen Hawking? Yeah, Hawking. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was thinking Richard Dawkins there for yeah. a second. Too. Yeah. Um, pretty much proven time travel is not possible. With current because, means, yeah. But but it's almost like not even just with current means, like if someone could travel in the path to the past, right, that we would have experienced it. Because then otherwise right. it's more of a dimensional travel than a pure time. Right. Well and that's the thing is that Hawking he doesn't go as much into multiverse stuff as other string theorists. Like he's not a string right. theorist. String theorist guys do that, where they're like so that's why it's like there's no yes or no. It's that's what Hawking thinks in his right. model of at stuff. least within a linear dimension right camp. exactly and so because yes we would have experienced it unless we were so secretive we didn't know it or something right. like right. that but then we start getting into you know special relativity with einstein where that's the relationship between speed and time passage right relative to yourself so if if you approach the speed of light time slow time becomes different and slower and normal for you time remains normal for you but for everything that you're blasting past at this insane speed you're going faster you know so it's hard to wrap your mind around that right. shit but well but, see uh, that's where it's like in young einstein mm-hmm. ah <laughs> when he cooked he saved those kittens from that pie yeah yeah that happens yeah and he figured out the only way to put bubbles in beer is by splitting at them right uh no but <laughs> he makes a point of this is where i guess until you can get there then you can only prove it yeah He's like, it's more if you travel away from a clock, because, like, time is all relative. But is it the idea of time, or is it actual molecular movement? Well, and they they can do those experiments where the further you are away from the Earth's surface or core. gravity. Yes, because gravity is linked with time passage as well. Or the perception of time. But see, it's all perception. Is it actuality? But, no, they they can take uh, atomic clocks. And they're a few nanoseconds off when they're up high compared to right at the surface. That's a goddamn clock. Sh- sure, but it's but, but it is, is an atomic clock's clock. Molecular, but is it measuring decay of something? Like, I'm just saying because I know they usually. Right. I'm saying like so in the young Einstein thing. Back to that, it's like <laughs> I love that you are trying to prove an '80s Australian movie. <laughs> no, he just and not makes, actual tests. That no, no, no. I'm just saying <laughs> he 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 makes a point more of like if you move away from that clock at the speed right. of light, the last instance of that clock you'll see is three o'clock when you started to move away. Right. So it'll look like you've stayed at three o'clock your whole life. Right. When it's more, that's just what you're seeing, even though actual time is still passed. Right. Everyone else will see it move to four o'clock. You will only ever see three o'clock when traveling at the speed of light because that's when you. Left. Which then proves there is a relationship between but speed, distance, but the space time is still and traveling. Time. You're just only seeing the clock, 
But what's the difference then if that's in real life? If if everyone because else, it's your your perception instead of your reality. But that's the thing, though. If you're if you're experiencing that in reality, that is reality. But but when you stop, maybe you're like, well, the thing said only three o'clock, but I traveled for a year. But if everyone else in the universe or world is has passed that time and thinks it's four, not just thinks, but it looks like four. There you go. Like that's no, the thing. but I'm saying I'm saying an hour still passed for for you and everyone. You just never saw the clock move until you. But stopped. it's not an hour because the whole point is that you're traveling so fast and covering a great distance away from the so- center of gravity as well. That that's and that's that's why like time will pass faster with greater gra- or with less or greater gravity or something. Because that's why black holes and all that shit. So. We're not going to answer this here, <laughs> but we're also neither of us are explaining it well enough properly. Yeah. So, anyway, but yes, they've done studies where at the top of the Eiffel Tower, an atomic clock is a few nanoseconds slower than a clock on the surface, and that is at a like an atomic molecular level. You know, that's not just somebody seeing it because they're seeing the same person seeing both clocks. So how you know what I mean? So, anyway, <laughs> this is really fucking boring, <laughs> uh, but. In special relativity, yes, so far, you can only travel forward in time because speed pushes you forward and whatever. Right. Traveling back is what the next segment's about, which is wormholes, which is literally going through interdimensional space to another space-time because mm-hmm. they're so connected, you know, uh, However, intr- intrinsically, yeah. you know. So um, so anyway, uh, George Norrie comes back on, the host of, you know, whatever, Coast to Coast AM or whatever, um, and... He says there must be better ways to tra- that they're traveling than us, which fine, that's right. totally fair. Um, he must think they're traveling through wormholes or the Rosen holes or whatever, which is because uh, Rosen was like Einstein's assistant for a long time. That's why that he like came up with it, so that's why they called him that Rosen bridges or something. That's what like a wormhole Sounds is. Familiar. Yeah, I think. That's um, right. And so you would just create a shortcut through that or whatever. But wormholes have never been truly detected. They've been detected on an atomic level because there are there are particles that can like move back and forth through their own little laps in space time, but they're they're so much smaller than us that we anything with mass can't do that. Um, so anyway, we're fucking getting way off the. Anyways, off track. yeah, yeah, but yeah. Let's wrap this so up. we're getting long. Here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but we're going into real deep science stuff here. But Childress comes on; he's super pumped about these wormholes, <laughs> and he says, "I love holes of all kinds." He says, "Bang." You're there. And I'm like, okay. But, Where? Right. And again, we haven't seen these. And wouldn't a fucking collapse in space and time cause a visual something or a fucking noise or like something like a black hole getting sucked in? I don't know. Like how would how would a ship just be able to go like boop and just like I don't know. I yeah. we haven't experienced this shit or whatever, Hitchhiker's but guide to the galaxy. Right. Mean and, probability <laughs> machine, my friend. Right. But it's like a lot of these guys are acting as if these things are true or proven. And then right, right. that's one of the big yeah. things, like, that Sukalos goes into, like, he literally says, like, everything that's been untrue has been proven through science. So we just have to wait. Until yeah. We and have I'm to like, wait until we prove what I want. Right. And it's real. like, no, plenty of things have been disproven by science. Right. We just think or, about the stuff that's been proven because proven that's what we operate on. So. Right, right. Anyway, it's that's a very highly fallacious thing to say. Like everything that's been untrue 
has been then proven by science. Yeah, no, I'm like, no. okay. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> things that are now untrue because we dis- – like, right. just exactly. because it's untrue doesn't mean it's going to come back around and right. be real. Right. It or was because one, we think it, it will right. then – It yeah. was once true that the universe revolves around the universe, but it's not. Or, sorry, the universe revolved around the Earth, but it's not. Right, right, They right. disproved that. They proved something else in its yeah. place, you know. So, anyway, we then the, – the episode wraps up with what – what we alluded to before, which is that there were these, quote-unquote, by Sukalos, big bangs of knowledge in our distant past. And I'm like, but there's no timestamp. In this episode, they talk about thousands of years in between the cultures that had these epiphanies about things or whatever, which disproves his point. There wasn't a big bang. Yeah. Unless you're saying this big bang occurred over 12,000 <laughs> years. And it's still happening since now. The, since the Sumerians yeah. existed. And it's like, that's not a big bang. It's a yeah, long... Yeah, yeah. In three days, you can learn a vast amount of knowledge. Yeah. You know, like, it's not... It's Yeah, so it's, you know... But, but 12,000 years compared to 6 billion right? <laughs> is a snap. <laughs> yeah, it's that Baval snap that you were very yeah. angry about. <laughs> Four and a half billion years, yeah. you know. We have been here Fuck like you. this. <laughs> but yeah, so then the fucking episode ends with violently a, with a, <laughs> yeah. Children's just ripping yeah. Sukalos' <laughs> ear off yeah. with his mouth, dripping his blood. Um goddamn fight. So the episode ends with the the announcer dude, who I gotta learn his name. Yeah. Saying are are we as Earth then a beacon of like evolution and all this stuff? And I'm like, wait. So now you're saying we are the most advanced? Right. Guy it's like yeah. the whole point of the show <laughs> is there are more advanced people, and yet you're saying we're a beacon because we might have been the progeny of aliens that like, you know, their planet blew up and they had to seed out. You know, they they couldn't escape their planet's demise, so they right, right. so they like Superman styled sent their sperm or whatever in the building blocks of life in a in a ship or a meteorite and mm-hmm. fucking it came to Earth. And I'm like, okay, that's the panspermia thing again, but it's a very specific explanation right. of how and are it they started. Still dead, exactly. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like, so we're the aliens, but we're not the aliens because we would be. We're still figuring shit out. The building blocks of life yeah. on this planet, they might have lived on a fucking other planet that was yeah. silicon based or I don't know. And why would they send just building blocks of life and not right. actual like right people or babies or, or yeah. yes what yeah come <laughs> get a big order coming eggs yeah <laughs> I think you didn't understand me I want all the coming <laughs> eggs you have in this <laughs> son I want you to know I want all the coming eggs in this restaurant <laughs> now, Parks and Rec got really X-rated as time went yeah. on right yeah. it's pretty crazy it was weird yeah. Um, but Parks and uh, rec after dark, park parks and rectal, <laughs> rectum, yeah, dark. Just um, trolling the bathrooms at yeah. the local park. Yeah, I mean, this episode was so open ended because it's in again the the first it's season is introducing big picture shit. You know, I'm excited. Like we're gonna get through these, but I'm excited to get to like the shorter, more focused episode, which yeah. are like just about like alien robots or like whatever the fuck it is because then it's like specific stuff we can go into but anyway thanks for listening everyone uh this has been the visitors episode two of probing ancient aliens we'll see you next sun cycle